Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Blake Street Irregulars, your local Colorado Rockies podcast on Mile High Sports. As we record this today, we are out at the Denver Broncos training camp at the UC Health Center in Dove Valley. But uh, thoughts are on baseball at the moment here as the Colorado Rockies win the opener of their home series uh, against the Pittsburgh Pirates in really fantastic fashion, uh, shutting them out despite a rain delay. Great performance by Kyle Freeland. So we'll talk about that today. But uh, with me is Ronnie Court. Ronnie's been on the program a whole bunch of times. Podcast program. It's a program. It's a program to me. It's a program. I call it a program. It's, it's a, a family-friendly it's a, it's program. It's an on-demand program. It's like Netflix for your ears. Yeah. But for sports. With sports. Yeah. I love it. So, Ronnie, uh, you can follow Ronnie at Ronnie K Radio on Twitter. And, uh, Ronnie, when, we'll, uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but I, I want to make sure we mention our sponsor, Tap 14. Tap 14 at 1920 Blake Street. You've heard me talk about it here on the podcast. You've, well, if you've actually met me, you've probably heard me talk about it in real life. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 distilled Colorado spirits, a delicious uh, menu. Ronnie was actually talking about the uh, candied bacon they oh. make. And yes, that's fantastic. The and candied by the way, bacon is so good. And it goes really well with the beer, just saying. Yeah, it does. The, uh, yeah, that's really good. So, you know, check that out, uh, 1920 Blake Street. Uh, you can go there before the Rockies game, after the Rockies game. Uh, when football season starts up for real, which happens on Saturday, you can go that direction too because they're still downtown, and you can even catch uh, buses, those shuttles that will take you right all the way up to the, the stadium. So make sure you uh, check them out, tap14.com. Spell it out, tap14.com, and enjoy the best rooftop bar in Denver. Uh, Ronnie, this is a, this is a strange question we're going to ask today. But since John Gray has come back from Albuquerque, oh yes, he looks the like ace. he looks like a different man. Yeah, he does. I mean, his four outings, he's won two of the four games, but he hasn't given up more than two earned runs, respectively, in the four games. He's given up one, one, two, and one. Gone into the seventh inning or later in every single one of those, and in that span, you know, he's already dropped his ERA by, uh, by basically uh, more than two thirds of a point. So. Uh, Looking at the way Gray is pitching, this is the way I think the Rockies always wanted him to be. And then on the other hand, you have Kyle Freeland, who in the game I just mentioned last night, as we record this, that was Monday night. Freeland threw uh, seven shutout innings, even despite a rain delay, came back back out, played there, got his seven innings, only two hits, no earned runs, struck out five. So for these guys, um, this, is, this has been an outstanding performance. They, they clearly have a one-two punch here. Do they have an ace? Yes. And the, uh, I have said this from day one, even back since last year. Kyle Freeland's their best pitcher. Kyle Freeland is their best pitcher because of a couple things. One, being homegrown here in Colorado is a big deal. This is a guy who knows how to pitch at altitude. And he is so fearless. He, is, he has a little bit of that cocky confidence to him. I love every bit and part of that. That was the issue that John Gray had for much of the earlier in the season. That's why he was sent down. It was the mental issue. So uh, I love Kyle Freeland in this uh, at Coors Field this year. Uh, he has been stellar, and, and some pitchers, well, many pitchers, struggle there. 2.18 ERA and 10 starts at Coors Field. This is a guy who, if you're going to, I'm going to say this, if you're going to prop hitters up, and I've said this on Twitter many times. If you're going to prop hitters up, or excuse me, prop, uh, uh, bring hitters down because of Coors Field, you should be propping pitchers up. Yes, to I think the that's tune, totally fair. To the tune for Kyle Freeland to where we should be talking about Cy Young candidacy here. Okay, and I know everybody wants to think, "Oh my God, well you're overreacting or you're biased, whatever." Look, Kyle Freeland's adjusted ERA is fourth right now. Yeah. Okay, fourth. 
in the NL. That's behind DeGrom, Scherzer, and Aaron Nola. So this is one of those pitchers that has figured out, because this is all he's done all his life, is pitch at altitude. He is a, a excellent pitcher with multiple pitches, and he has never phased. There have been multiple times this year where Freeland has given up that early home run, solo, two-run shot, or whatnot, and it never phases him throughout the day. And that's the issue that I... Uh, you know, I, I think John Gray is a good pitcher. I'm not trying to discredit John Gray by any means. I just think uh, Freeland's the better pitcher. There's an argument to be made there. Freeland, if you also look at uh, basically war wins over replacement for pitchers, uh, he's fourth in the National League there as well by the, behind the same three guys you mentioned, DeGrom, Scherzer, and Nola. Uh, and, and I think this has been a phenomenal season for him because I, I agree with you. I, I've talked about it on the morning show before. What I like for pitchers at Coors Field is this bulldog mentality. I talked to Antonio Senzatella uh, last year prior to his addition to the team, and I, I didn't make any promises that Senzatella was some Cy Young candidate. He's not. He doesn't have that kind of stuff. But what I did like from him is that bulldog mentality. You give up a home run, he just kind of shakes it off. It's like, all right, I'm going to get the next guy. I'm going to get him next time when he comes up. That's the mindset you're going to have to have because if you're pitching for the Rockies here and there, you can make the right pitch and it still goes 450 yes. feet. That's going to happen from time to time. And so you have to be able to have the ability to shake that off and go back to what you were doing. Freeland has done that since the get-go. And in John Gray's case, he hasn't. But if John Gray's, what we've seen since he came back from Albuquerque, uh, specifically for focus issues, that's what it was about. Remember, he was fourth in the NL in strikeouts at the time they sent him down. wasn't stuff. He wasn't hurt. It was about focus. If he's come back and become focused, can he be the Rockies' best pitcher? Well, he he, he certainly has the stuff. It's always been the mental talk. Uh, and I will say this. Since he has come back up, there is a little bit more of an aggressive attack mentality, which I really, really like because I felt that's basically been the issue or the lacking uh, part of Gray's game. Yeah, when you have that kind of stuff, prior. you should be taking it too, guys. And, and, and to me, Gray is very much a domino-style pitcher. When I say domino, I mean if he can start the game early, very quality, you know, 9-10 pitch first inning, strikes the batter out, gets two light contact pop flies. Then all of a sudden in his head, you're now thinking, okay, I've got my stuff, and, and maybe we can put together some, some strong start here. And then you go two, three, four innings where then you're just going through the order and you're striking guys out, and all of a sudden you're in the sixth and seventh inning, and, and you it's like you just blinked. Uh, he has that kind of mentality, but the problem is, is that's not the way an ace operates. And Ace should operate with the idea that every single inning of every single game that he goes into, he's the better person. He is the better player. He is the better pitcher attacking the hitter. And I see that in Kyle Freeland. There's there's a little bit of that starting to creep up, I think, with Gray as he maybe grows a little bit older, matures more. Look, he's only he's only started, what, uh, 60 games right. in his career? So it, it's not like he's this grizzled vet. It took it took uh, Zach Greinke 130 games really to emerge to become the pitcher that he is. So I'm willing to give Gray the benefit of the time right now, but certainly we want to start to see it turn around because this is this is the third full year. And, and this is really when we should start to see Gray start to operate in that real uh, show us flashes that he can be that star. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. And, you know, some of this and it when people look at it and they say, all right, you know, some of these things are are a problem. We have to have an ace. We have to not. You don't. 
And, and here's where it gets very interesting because there are plenty uh, of very good pitchers that, look, borderline Hall of Fame pitchers, some are Hall of Fame pitchers. Some guys don't quite have the mentality to be the ace, the stopper. I think Freeland does. Maybe Gray doesn't. And maybe as long as Freeland can pitch like this, that's okay. Yeah. Because you can think of, uh, here's, here's the guy we'll liken it to. Uh, Andy Pettit, for, for many, many years, that'll, that'll be more recent. We can go back to a lot of guys over baseball history. But let's sure. look at Andy Pettit. Sure. Andy Pettit, uh, when he was part of a rotation, was a phenomenal pitcher. When he was, say, behind Mike Messina or, or whoever he was behind there, really, really good. When he was expected to carry the load, though, as the ace, wasn't quite the same guy. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that Pettit wasn't a Hall of Fame talent, but he just didn't have that mentality where he needed to go out there and like, all right, it's all on me. We have a four-game losing streak. I'm going to shut these guys down and stop it. I think Kyle Freeland has it. I think John Gray says, I can do that. I think I can do that. If I have a good day, I can do that. But Freeland is the guy that says, bring those guys to me. And, bring them and, to me. I'll and, take care of them. And there's nothing wrong with and that. And if, if your top of your rotation is, number one is Freeland, number two is John Gray, and they're both pitching well, that's fine. You don't because have to worry look, about an ace necessarily. I also look at this too. Look, after opening day, after the first game out from the first week from the All Star break, does does whoever they're listed does it really matter? Does it really matter where you're listed one, two, three, four on the five rotation? I mean, uh, look, these guys just they just know to go out every fifth day, so. Maybe that creeps into a guy like John Grace head mentally is knowing that because, look, I think there was a little bit of an unfair dubbing earlier this year when Freeland hadn't emerged. I think a lot of people in the media basically said by default, he's the oldest guy outside of John, outside of Chad Bettis. And we know Chad Bettis really can't can't doesn't have that. He's got the stuff. He should do it like this. This is his job. Like he just automatically assumed that role and and and. Like I said, I go back to those 60 games that he's played, and, you know, this doesn't just come with a snap of the finger overnight. Pitching is, you know, shocker, but pitching is hard in the MLB. And this is one of those things, too, where now you throw in Coors Field, which is an extra kink into this whole thing. And if you're overly aggressive and you're throwing balls, then you're walking people, and we've seen what walks does to pitchers at at Coors Field. So uh, I I think Gray can get there. Um it's just Kyle Freeland is there sooner, maybe for a couple of things we talked about. Pitching at altitude his whole life, bulldog mentality, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to and I think if you're the Rockies, this is something you want to embrace. I think that's just fine. You I'm totally okay it. with it. Yeah. This is the way to go because look, both of these guys are producing just the way it is. I think that's what you want to be looking for if you're the Rockies. So I think they are on track. Be interesting to see how they continue to uh, to push through after a bad road trip. Uh, they come back. They start off right against Pittsburgh. It's a huge home series between the Pittsburgh Pirates and then the L.A. Dodgers for the Rockies. An enormously uh, important homestand for the Rockies. And uh, we'll, we'll see how they get there. John Gray uh, not set to pitch against the Pirates. He'll be facing against the uh, planned, at least at the moment, to face off against the Dodgers later in the week. Kyle Freeland, of course, uh, looked fantastic in that game we just broke down. So we'll have an opportunity to touch base later in the week, see where the Rockies are as they continue their postseason push, try to get better at home where they have now won five straight games and haven't even allowed any more than two earned runs in any of those five. So playing great ball at home at Coors Field, why don't you go down and see them? And when you go down and see them at Coors Field, check out our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. You just walk out that home plate entrance by that big statue of the player and just go right diagonally across the street 
couple steps to your right. You're right there at Tap 14. And when you get up there, you will enjoy it. 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 distilled Colorado spirits, best rooftop bar in Denver. Uh, you'll see me there often and say hi. So please do that. Uh, Ronnie, thanks for joining us today. Always good to have, uh, have your opinions there oh, on that. It's always good to be here. No, I appreciate you This is the me. guy that's in the clubhouse talking to players, so it's always great to get Ronnie's perspective on that. And also check out uh, Ronnie's other podcast, The Broncos Blitz. He is the host of that one and uh, had, puts, gives you great information there. It's been breaking down every single position as uh, training camp starts with the Denver Broncos. So if you're a, a local sports fan, not just a Rockies fan, not just a baseball fan, I have more stuff for you over there at milehighsports.com or on the Mile High Sports app. So for Ronnie K, Ronnie K Radio on Twitter, my name is Sean Drotar, and you've been listening to the Blake Street Irregulars on Mile High Sports. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible T-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike.